Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. We are the storm from Melbourne Town. We'll blow the others off the ground. We are the storm and we're number one. On SEN, this is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Sam Hargrove, Shandor Real, Cooper Johns, back for another week of the Storm Hour. Different night tonight for the boys because of the cricket and other sporting commitments on SEN through the course of the week. But it's great to have the lads here. They look refreshed. They've both had the week off because of the uh, origin period, and we'll get to origin in just a sec. But, uh, boys, what did you actually do in your week off? Hello, Shandor. Hello, Cooper. Hello, mate. Yeah, feeling tan, feeling fresh. Uh, it's great to have you back on the show. Feeling um, tan. You know, we've, we've missed you for a couple of weeks. Uh, I was in Bali, mate, so a few days uh, over in Indonesia, feet up, mm-hmm. uh, good food, bit of sun, and, uh, yeah, just enjoyed myself. Hello, Sammy. How are you? I'm good, Cooper. How yeah. are you? Yeah, I'm not bad. Um, I went back to Sydney, seen the uh, seen the home braids, seen my father, my brother, uh, seen Donna from Dandenong, who was, <laughs> she came over for a sleepover at my house. It was really good. Wow. Goodness me. What does that look like when Donna comes around for a sleepover? Um, she sleeps in Dad's bed. Ah, uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. She loves an Italian bloke too, so that, that definitely fits the bill. Cooper's um, Italian. Did you know that? Did you know that? Uh, I know that your mum's Italian. I know Trish is Italian, isn't she? How yeah. do you know my mum's name? But, but because I, I did Hang work on. on the station. Whoa, I did used to wow. work on a previous station that your old man did for many, many years. So <laughs> you've met Trish or, or you've stalked? Not, or? not officially. Right. So And yourself, Sammy, you, is it Turkish? No, I get asked if I'm Italian a fair bit. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. No, just um, I'm pro- just ang- uh, English, just a bit of Irish. <laughs> I think that's about it. My dad did the Ancestry.com thing. I probably should have read it. All right, well, uh, let's not make this about you, Sam. <laughs> I, I didn't bring myself into it. <laughs> uh, yes, you did. Uh, all right, so that was your week off. Now, did you find yourself a little TV in which to have a look at Origin? Because uh, Game 2 was another one for the books, but not in any way, shape or form for Queensland. But New South Wales were absolutely dominant. 36 to 6, I think it was in the end. And that try for Queensland, Cooper Johns, was a penalty try. So Mm. they didn't look anywhere near at Queensland. No, they did not. Um, Well, Freddie Fittler, outstanding job under a lot of scrutiny that week. Seven different changes. And I think everyone that came into that side did a great job, did an excellent job on Queensland. Daniel Safidi was outstanding. Jack Whiten in the centres. He was outstanding. James Maloney, who come in, he was he was my best on ground, actually. Uh, yeah, they were all good. What about our man uh, Harukan Fanukan? Uh, he's had to wait a long time, Dale Fanukan, to get a crack at Origin, and he just absolutely looked like an Origin player that had been doing it for ten to twenty games. Hundred percent, mate. He's the definition of Origin player. Uh, nicknamed Chaos, and uh, he definitely bring a little bit of that in the first twenty minutes. So, mate, it was awesome to see him get a start, and uh, 
I think he'll have a massive game three. He's my big tip to have a big one. But some of the, as Cooper touched on, some of the guys that came in, you Wade Graham, Jack White in a position change, James Maloney, a little bit of experience was probably the difference. But uh, mate, they played out of their skin and the Blues were just unstoppable. Uh, what about our, our good friend, uh, very good friend of the show, Christian Welsh? Uh, he's back now, I believe, from the injury that he copped earlier in the year. He was with the Queensland squad for game two, and, and that's what Queensland have done many times over the years is they bring people in who they think might be around the mark and just give them the experience of being in camp and everything like that. The game's on the line. Is there any chance, do you think, for Welshie to get a call up for Queensland? Because they're for, the Queensland forward packs are atrocious. Felice Cafusi, our storm man, he was the only one that ran over 100 metres. Yeah, look, I, I, funnily enough, not many people have seen this, but in the press conference, I remember Kevy saying um, it was from the first kickoff, and there was obviously a little bit left out of that press conference because just beforehand he'd actually said Christian Welsh was probably the reason we lost. <laughs> um, so, you know, they're, they're, the boys are calling him the curse. Um, it's it's yeah. unfortunate that he had to be a part of that. But, no, look, on a serious note, I think he'd be a great addition to the uh, Queensland team, the big sea cow, the dugong. Uh, I'm sure he'd have a good impact in the team. Uh, and so what are our predictions now for game three? I mean, I know both you boys barrack for New South Wales. Yep. But have you seen enough? Because they were two very different games. Like Queensland in game one has come from behind. It was, they, you know, they grounded out. Things sort of went their way. Game two was a complete domination from New South Wales. Are you, are you thinking that's how it'll continue at ANZ Stadium for New South Wales? Or do you think Queensland will be able to pull another rabbit out of the hat as they've done so many times over the years? Well, I think game one was played up in Suncorp. They had the uh, the advantage up there, Queensland. So now that it's in Sydney, in our territory, we will win and we will win comfortably. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a different start to the game, I think. It'll be a lot closer, but I think New South Wales will do it. Uh, what did you make of Kevy Walters after the game? I know that people were madly scrambling for a, uh, for a dump button. Um, but he, he, was, uh, he wasn't particularly wrapped after the game, Kevy. If you, if you missed the Queensland coach after the game, this is what he had to say. Oh, it was everywhere, Pete. Yeah, the kickoff f***ing pissed me off, so um, it didn't go far enough. Um, there's a lot, lot of areas. They, they beat us up everywhere, you know, so plenty to work on. That was, uh, was Kevy. Walters, the uh, Queensland State of Origin coach, just a live presser, uh, millions of people watching at home and around the world, just drop the magic. Mm. Yeah, I like it. I think it shows how passionate he is. Mm. I really like it that, that he's actually wore his heart on his – a lot of coaches will go in there and put a, put a bit of a face on and just sort of say, you know, it wasn't our night, it wasn't our night. I like how he went in there and just, you know, gave it to him. It was really good. Good on you, Kevin. He touched on uh, the kickoff there. And for me, I know he was making the point of, like, the kickoff didn't go far enough, but – for me, uh, Saifidi poked his nose through, ran for 15 metres off the kickoff. You never see that in an origin. And the three plays after that, the boys were poking their nose through. So for me, from the first set, I remember commenting while I was watching the game, I was thinking, mate, this is weird. Like the boys were making metres straight away. So I think that was a good indication of the rest of the game. With Saifidi, because it's it's a big honour and it's a big thing to take the first hit up in origin. It's, it, it's you know, people who do it, it's one of the most courageous moments of the game because it's, it is the start of the game. It's where every bit has been building up to this and, and both lines charge each other. So the person that takes the first hit up, that's an incredibly courageous thing to do. So for a, that was his first game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. For him to do it in his first game and to bend the line, that's pretty big. Yeah, I was he, saying he's only you, a young fella too. Yeah, no, you're right, bro. He's, he's 22, 23 too, Safidi. So he's not, he's, he was the youngest forward prop on the field. And for him to put his hand on like that, 
Outstanding. I don't think I've ever seen like I, not ever seen, but I can't remember the last time seeing a prop that didn't just get absolutely hammered off the kickoff. Yeah, like, I can't remember a time. No, I, I can't. I'm struggling as well. Can you remember a? I remember the first one when no, actually, I remember Tim. The, the my most memorable one was when Tim Grant smashed on his first origin smashed Petro seven to seven. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's that was that was huge. Seventy cents a liter. Yeah, that was good. Not, not many people get the better of Petro. No, no. they don't. Um. We'll keep working through a few things to have a chat about, um, and I've just—I well, can't remember what I was just about to say. Then, but just, what, yeah, no, we, dump yeah. it, dump him. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> what, get him off! <laughs> I've had a complete. Me- I've had a complete. <laughs> He's got a run sheet in front of him. Too. I've had a complete <laughs> mental break. Uh, it's mental the new Oh, this is what I was going to ask you now. Uh, Tom Travojevic, um, freak. Three tries, if I'm not mistaken. It was three, and yep. the, one of the things that was fascinating was that Andrew Johns, your uncle Cooper, said during the call that Sydney Swans were chasing him so hard to try and get him to go to AFL. Yeah, that's interesting. And then the more I watched it, I went, yeah, he's not the right height. He's not – he's big, but he's not mm. cumbersomely big. He's fit, very he's fit, fit. He's fast. And every time that he scored a try, he did boot it about 60 metres yeah. up in the stands. Although he's not, got not, not too bad a kick on him. Uh, who, is there anyone else that you play with that you look at it and go, because you guys spend a lot of time in Melbourne now, obviously, because you play here, and you know a fair bit about AFL, you watch a bit. Is there anyone that you play with that you go, yeah, they could they could make the leap easy? Like, you know, Falau and Carmichael Hunt came and had a crack at it. Is there anyone that you, you look at and go, yeah, they could easily play? Well, uh, little mate Shiona Rule's actually got a story of how he nearly went to oh, AFL. Ha- oh, hello. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's, not, it's not that small of a story. <laughs> Obviously, Cooper's – that's the first thought Cooper had because the numerous amount of times at training that I've gone up fully extended and taken a highball uh, overhead. But yet, yet to see that, actually. Yeah, back in the, uh, back in the old saga days, um, yeah, I was, I was basically did a um, trial and a roundtable meeting with Essendon. Wow. Yeah, pretty random story. It's not the first time I've told it, but yeah, I'm, it was... First time you told it to us, so yeah. as far as we're concerned, it was it's sort of, never existed. Dank was the connecting link, but um, yeah, met in a round table <laughs> at the... Yeah, the connecting link, not, yeah. you know. Uh, so we met in a round table at the Intercontinental. Um, they were there to play a game and met everyone. They were sort of picking my brain as to why uh, I wanted to come over or why it would work. And then I basically did a videoed uh, kicking session out in the out in the uh, botanical gardens, I think it is, with a few of the coaches. So I think even the the demons coach, uh, he was there the other, as well. Simon so, Goodwin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I think I was kicking to him. So yeah. obviously not overly impressed with my kicking skills, but it didn't work <laughs> out. But um, yeah, pretty random, pretty interesting, especially now I'm in Melbourne. But um, players who could convert. I know someone that wants to, like Ryan Pappenhausen. He's a, he's a mad AFL fan. But well, hang on, before we get on to that, so how close was it? Like, did did you have to? Did they need to come back to you, or did you need to make a decision for them? Where did it get to in the negotiations of you potentially playing for Essendon? Yeah, so it was pretty close. It was strange timing because it was um, a bit of a up and down year for me in 2012 before I went to the Raiders um, and had some good success. But in that period, I was like, man, I just, I need something. I need an opportunity because, you know, I was falling out of favour at the Panthers. And um, it basically came down to the recruitment officer um, for what I needed and to put me through the rookie list and stuff like that. It just wasn't going to work out in terms of money and them being able to do it. So that's how it was sort of explained. But, mate, it was it was pretty close. 
It would have been, it would have been pretty random. It would have been a great story. Uh, one of the, one of the greats. <laughs> so you think you would have ended up being one of the greats? He would have ground. He would have got a brown medal, I reckon. Oh well, kicking's not my forte. So I mean, yep. Surely a preseason it's a big part of, kicking, of the game, though, yeah, isn't it? Kicking technique in a preseason, surely it's got to got to give you something. But I just you, I just got on Doctor Google as well. Tom Trevorovich becomes the eighth person to ever get a hat trick in State of Origin. Just in case anyone wanted to know out there, that's there pretty go, cool. Guys. That's a fantastic stat, Cooper Johns. Yeah, there you go. He's like a that. freak. By the way, Tom Trevojevic. Yeah. Do you think he could have made the yeah. transition? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. He's a natural, like, sports. Uh, he, like, he used to go mm. up down the road for me, and he did it all. Like, he did all the different sports, union, AFL, everything. I remember watching that, and as Andrew Johns was saying this, I thought it must have been close if they're going to talk about AFL during State of Origin. Yeah. Like, State of Origin is the biggest, I think it's the biggest sporting event in the country outside of AFL Grand Final. For, for rugby league to be talking about it, so it must have been close. Yeah, Joey's been clipped in the back of the head after uh, off air for that, for sure. Oh, you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> Joey, mate, let's not talk about the swans, buddy. 4.2 tuning in for uh, the rugby league. He's definitely getting told off, yeah. surely. Uh, everyone back on board now, back from their holidays, back from their break. Big game against the Roosters. And you're actually playing at the Adelaide Oval Friday night. So this is a little precursor to uh, the... I suppose, the neutral game next year for Origin being at the Adelaide Oval. And you boys are about to head over there to play this week. Yeah, we're not typically fond of ovals, Sammy. Uh, <laughs> we like to be in close to the action. But, uh, no, it's pretty cool that, to get the game down in Adelaide against the Roosters. Typically, it's been a close match. Uh, I think, was it last year was a golden point? Yeah, last year Cameron Smith kicked the field goal to win. No, well, last game against the Roosters was won by golden point. But Latrell well, yeah. Mitchell kicked... So that's yeah. the last two that have been He's decided. Layering like up point. on the sidelines in front of yeah. the boys too. There's a bit of payback there. Yeah. So I think there's a uh, we're in for a big one this Friday night, guys. Mm. Tune in. Uh, it's been a big week of player signings too. You've signed a new fellow called Max King from the Titans. We're going to have a chat to him a little King. later on in the show. I'm sure Donna from Danny Nong will be calling in. And something uh, is escaping us, Shandor. I know that there's something we're supposed to be talking about. I know that there's some big news. We asked Cooper if he had anything big that had happened to him today, and he said, "No, nah, nothing." No. So should we? Should we broach the subject now? Um, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Well, if he doesn't want to talk about it, I mean, we asked him before the show, have you got anything big that you wanted to talk about today? And he goes, no. Nah. Yeah, that's true. He wasn't too keen on even okay. what he was watching on TV. None, none of oh, the we'll see if we can drag yeah, it out. We'll, we'll, we'll see if we can drag it out of him in the next break. Okay. Uh, this is the Storm Hour. We're going to be speaking to I don't the know new what these two Storm about, signing, honestly. Max King. Uh, we'll get to Donna from Dandenong. Of course, T-Bone of the Week coming up as well. And I'm sure there's something we're supposed to be talking about with you, Cooper Johns, but we'll find out what that is next on SEN. On SEN, this is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. We love to take your calls on the Storm Hour. Sam Hargo, Shandor Earl, and Cooper Johns, the boys from the Storm, are in. I've got a couple of double passes to give away to see the Storm take on Cronulla Sharks at Amy Park on Saturday, July thirteenth. All thanks to Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. You can do that by ringing any time, and we'll give them away to the best caller, or save it for your T Bone of the Week nominations, which is coming up very soon. We'll speak to new Storm signing Max King. Very, very soon, and I can see that the lines are calling. Donna from Dandenong will jump on with us mm. very soon. I reckon she'll be incredibly excited, Shandor Real, because Cooper Johns has a massive announcement to make. What is it? 
What are you doing? I don't know what this is. You know, you, so, so okay, so what? Ha- something happened to you today, which is absolutely brilliant, oh. which we have an exclusive here on the Storm Hour. The club have rung me. <laughs> the club have rung me and said that there's an exclusive that only we will be able to break, that no one else will have until tomorrow, and we are going to reveal it here. Do you want to reveal it then? Well, I think Shandor don't, should. Don't make me reveal it. I, I think Shandor should. Um, it's a tough one. Uh, Cooper's real father's Paul Harrigan. <laughs> That's not it. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry, <laughs> so, sorry, Trish. Sorry, Trish. <laughs> That's not. That wasn't to be revealed here. Cooper Johns, the future thirty-eighth immortal, is now an NRL top thirty player at the Melbourne Storm. Oh, I believe I can fly. Yes, congratulations, Cooper Johns. I believe I can touch the sky. From underneath my wing, soaring with your own. Fly, Cooper, fly. Oh, my God. Stop the music. Cut the music. Get it off. When you came in tonight and we asked you off air, anything big happened today? You said no. That's incredible, mate. You've, you've, yeah. You're officially, at, you were a development player on the Melbourne Storm's development list. You are now officially. Now you've developed. Um, <laughs> you've have gone through puberty and you've officially become a Melbourne Storm signing and yeah. a Melbourne Storm player on the official senior roster. Congratulations, mate. Uh, thanks, Sammy. It's good to be in the room with you two when it's uh, told everyone. So. <laughs> it's a proud moment. I'm, gr- I'm glad we're here. Is there yeah. anyone you want to thank? Uh, I'd like to thank my sponsors. Um, Do you have sponsors? No, I don't. <laughs> well, he's looking for. He's now. Come on. Well, get around him, pa- guys. Uh, actually, NRL top the, thirty. Get uh, around him. The Age uh, newspaper. Thanks to them. Um, <clears> number two B pencils. What? They're, <laughs> oh, they're the other ones that would sponsor me. On a serious note, Sammy, I'd, we've we've spoken about this before. We've yep. had we we do like to have some serious moments on this show, uh, mainly when talking about your hair issues that you're dealing with weekly. Thank you. Uh, but on a serious note, for Cooper. Very, uh, very lucky to have seen him develop over the last two years, and very proud of him for accomplishing this. There's plenty more to come, plenty of, uh, plenty of great things ahead. But uh, he really has stepped up his game this year and developed, and really his attitude and his um, application to his footy and his time at the Storm has been unbelievable to see it grow. So I'm, uh, I'm very proud of the young Cooper Johns. Well, the coat that's, hanger. that's beautifully, beautifully said by you, Shandor. Cooper Johns, one person very close to your heart is Donna from Dandenong, who wouldn't have missed an opportunity to ring up and join us in these celebrations. Are you there, Donna? And how are you feeling after this big piece of news today? Donna. Uh, always good to be around when the boy becomes a man. Uh, <laughs> gentlemen, well done. It's a day of good news stories. Of course, SEN going great guns in the ratings. Melbourne Storm full clear, and of course the old sunny, sunny coast Falcons with the fifteen in a row. Let's make it happen, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at, Donna? Sounds like you're somewhere else. Well, Cooper, congratulations, mate. Just say that, but uh, I'm actually having a big night out. It's a special night for me. Oh yeah, why? Why is that, mate? It's my me and my new boyfriend Colin's fifth anniversary. It's oh, wow. our uh, fifth night out here. Well, he's just <laughs> right here. Colin, not here. Colin. Colin, not, not here on, on the radio. He gets a little hands off. He just can't keep his hands off me. Colin, Colin. Colin, not here. I'm on the radio. We should have to <laughs> Donna, you're just breaking Colin. up slightly. Are you in a bad reception area at Dandy Dandy Hong? <laughs> Colin is... 
a great guy. Colin, I don't know if you guys are aware, Colin is a philosophy lecturer at Ballarat University and uh, <laughs> big, 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 big storm fan. Would you like to have a yarn? Uh, Colin, yes, please. Got a chance to him? Yes, sure. Please. Go well, on. Just keep yourself in mind. He's one of those intellectual types. Hey, Colin, not now. Okay? Just, <laughs> just the boys. Okay. Hey, boys, there you go. <laughs> hey. Hey, listen. I'm a big Richmond Tigers fan, but bloody love the storm, mate. Hey, wait, wait. Three years ago, I'm bloody <laughs> You don't sound like a uh, lecturer, Colin. Hey, mate, I tell you what, mate. Hey, boys, uh, share your... They caught up your body the other night, podcast. Bloody good, mate. Bloody love it. Yeah, cheers, mate. Sounds like a great story. <laughs> well, just from one yeah, podcast. That's a good one. I just got to start in the middle, but tell me what happened in the moment. Yeah, well. <laughs> well, it was, well, it was great to meet you, Colin. Uh, is is Donna? Yeah, mate. No worries, <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, is Donna? Can we get Donna back on the line? I'll just pop her back on, mate. It's bloody, literally, made my little love machine. I'll pop her back on. Okay, that's right. It's beautiful. That's that's true love it's there. It. Hands off me, Colin. <laughs> so, gentlemen. So, guys, I'm going to have to go. Colin, get a little old, little pretty. <laughs> well, so, Donna, we know, you must be, we know you must be very proud of, of Cooper because you've known him since the, the day he was born. So it, you must be out celebrating that good news today. Oh, yes. Yep. Me and Colin are going to have a few shots and... Uh, Whatever happened, what happens after that? Well, it's nobody else's business with myself and Collins. <laughs> well, if you want to hear about next week, I'll ring up yes. Seal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll Donald. give you a little secret. It rhymes with heck. Donna from Danny, you know, we got out of that one all right. I thought uh, it sounds like Donna's got a few under under the bonnet. Honestly, I didn't hear about ninety percent of that. I it was lost. Well, uh, Danny Nong doesn't have great uh, no. mobile phone coverage, so mm. that, that's why. Neither yeah. does the uh, the Collaroy Pub as well. So okay. maybe they sound like they're down there. <laughs> so. uh, well, Cooper, it's fantastic news, mate. And so, how are you feeling? In, in all honesty, because that's a massive moment in your life and in your career. How did you feel today when you got the call? Yeah, I was pretty happy when uh, the football manager Frank rang me, Frank Penisey. Um Yeah, it was really good. I was. Yeah, I don't want to talk about my emotions. Let's talk about something else. Oh, we'd oh. like to talk about your emotions. No, you're getting me all nervous oh. and red and hot and sweaty, and I don't want to. Well, do that it. was. I do that when I come and shake your hand, mate. But what? <laughs> so, but how you you've played football from what age? Um, I don't know, four or five. Yeah, maybe? and. And a lot of and and you've gone. This is a path that a lot of people have taken before you. But you've got the very unique position of having you know an uncle who's an immortal uh, and a, and a father who who is probably the most high profile person in rugby league. Played state of origin, played for his country as well. So th- all you through your life, that's sort of been over you. So to make this on off your own bat and off your own steam and to to achieve that must be a, a huge moment for you. Yeah, it is. I do. Yeah, that when you put it in that way, yeah, it does mean a lot to me. But. Uh... Yeah, I don't like uh, 
talking about my feelings too much. Joey actually got him to start at the storm. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. I knew it was coming. I knew if I let the guard down was, for a second, it was, was going to hit me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're absolutely wrapped for you, Cooper Johns. And as uh, many people have said, that this is the start, not the end. So big things to come. Yeah, we're buddy. very, very sure. Hey, we've got to find out from Shandor what the latest episode is uh, of his podcast fueled by fire which we'll do next the next storm home game is the sharks on saturday july 13th it's shaping up to be what could be cam smith's 400th game we'll talk about that you can get your tickets too all thanks to melbourne storm our city your club one 736 736 if you'd like to get involved and we will speak the new storm signing max king up next the storm our SEN. we are the On SEN, this is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. What we like to do on the Storm Hour, Shandor, Earl, Cooper, Johns, Sam Hargraves, just picking up the slack. We like to drop bombs. We like to put exclusives out there into the rugby league world, and we've just dropped a massive one, Shandor, Earl. Oh, there's recently been a fire in the building at SEN, so <laughs> you've just become a top priority on the hit list. Wow. Security's coming in to grab him. Very interesting. The same guy that chased you in the door when you didn't announce yourself <laughs> yeah, this, this evening. Oh, wow. That's, that's, there's a scoop for you. Uh, all right. So apart from me being the prime suspect in the SEN fire, which is ridiculous, that wasn't me, um, we just announced, uh, Chandorrell, that Cooper Johns is today officially what? Uh, he is an NRL top 30 contracted player. We're doing big things here on the Storm Hour. Scoops, uh, you know, you name it. Twitter's going right off at the moment. People getting involved. We just spoke to Thank Donna from know. Dandenong. Uh, Let's AKA. get hashtag 38th uh, t- uh, trending on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Let's not do that. Uh, Sammy's not okay. So, <laughs> no. Just, so when you are now, so you've gone from a development player. Yeah. So what happens now and what changes for you around the club? Does it mean you get a locker with the big boys? Does it mean you don't, don't have to wear your shorts in the shower anymore? Does that, what, what does it mean? <laughs> I don't wear my shorts in the shower anyway. So <laughs> he's not Christian Welsh. He's not oh, Christian Welsh. He's not insecure as Christian Welsh. No, <laughs> um, so now it's being in the 36 beforehand, it was... Um, in terms of getting a crack in NRL, they had to get NRL clearance before I was able to do that. Now, you know, it's it's all about just playing the best footy I can and then they'll um, be able to give me an opportunity. And then other than that, there's a little uh, little pay rise for the mm, Coop Dog. Alleviates the pressure off that old Matty John's allowance. <laughs> uh, I, you know, that was preempted actually. I set him up for that joke. Thanks, that. And, uh, yeah. So that's about it, and I get a. Um, so no wonder you, no wonder your dad and brother are out celebrating. Uh, or sorry, Donna's out celebrating as we heard earlier because it's one less mouth to feed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've yeah, been treating true. my own mouth for the no, last two years. Know. Thank you very much. We yeah. know that. Oh, well, it is absolutely sensational news, and uh, there is other big news for the Storm coming. But before we get to the Storm's newest recruit, and there are a couple, uh, Solomon Carter has joined the club as well, Max King, who we're going to speak to in just a minute. Uh, but Scott Drinkwater, who's been on this show before, the Storm Hour, I think he did the very first episode yeah. of the Storm Hour. He's got an opportunity to go to the Cowboys, um, which is a two-pronged thing because you're losing a good bloke and a good player. And, you know, I've heard Billy Slater say that that kid's going to be something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it means that your good mate, and I think your housemate, uh, Harry Grant, has been promoted as well. Yeah. It's, it's been a big week in your household. It's, uh, it's been a huge week in the ha- in our household. Me and Harry are having a little party when we get back home. So if anyone was to come out to Wheelers Hill, you know, text me and I'll text you the address. 
0433 <laughs> <laughs> if you want Cooper Johns' address. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it, Scott Drinkwater is a, is a big loss to the club, though. Yep. He is definitely he's a player of the future, for sure. He's uh, toiled away and learned his uh, craft down at the Storm, so he's only going to be better for it. But, mate, I think it really highlights rugby league. Bloody funny game. You know, he was in the preseason tip to be potentially in the running for the f- starting fullback spot. Yep. Uh, and now, you know, through injury and op- uh, unfortunate opportunity, he ends up being third string at the Storm and he has to take another opportunity. Just highlights, like, people need to understand that it's it's what you see on Instagram or each week on the field for 80 minutes isn't a true reflection of, you know, some of the hardships you have to go through. So, um, you know, I guess him going to... North Queensland, though, is a positive thing, and I'm stoked, And as a, as are the boys, that we get to watch him this weekend, um, you know, playing in first grade, because it, it is genuinely where he belongs. Yeah, very well deserved from Scotty. Uh, we wish you all the best, Scotty Drinkwater, and it also meant, too, that when Harry got his promotion, uh, Cooper Johns, you gave, uh, in, put him through his paces in a real hard-hitting uh, exclusive interview yourself, but let's just take a little piece of it. <laughs> Harry Grant, congratulations, you've just been promoted to the top 30 for the Storm Squad, how do you feel? Yeah, thanks, mate. I'm pretty stoked. Uh, it's definitely something to strive for over the last couple of years. So to get the get the nod on the shoulder today and get told about it, I'm pretty stoked. Uh, you've been in excellent form for the Sunshine Coast Falcons this year, 14 straight. You've had about eight uh, men of the matches. Uh, what do you put that down to? <laughs> I wouldn't say eight, maybe two. But um, no, nah, I think everyone's just keen to play together and we're all playing for one another and everyone's on board. So, yeah, it's pretty good. And what's the goal for the rest of the year? Are you hoping to get a, uh, another game in first grade? Yeah, definitely that would be the goal, to get a few more games in first grade. But um, if my footy's just played at sunny coast, just play consistent over the rest of the year and hopefully uh, play some good footy through the finals with them. So, Harry, what do you love about playing at the Storm? Uh, I love it all, mate. I love the culture. Uh, I love being around the boys. Um, yeah. Learning off some of the some of the greats that we got here at the club, like Belzar, Smithy and Slutsy. But... Um, yeah, just love love it all, mate. There you go, Storm fans. Harry Grant, the people's champion. Thanks, little buddy Coops. That sounded like you boys had already started the party. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was actually, that was at three in the morning I interviewed him then. I think. Yeah. Hopefully he gets <laughs> the, the, amount of, the amount of testy pops in Harry's voice, yeah, you'd well, think yeah. he was a 13-year-old boy. Yeah, it's re- it's, it really matches his non-existent neck beard as well. Hopefully he gets that nod on the shoulder too. Good on you, Harry. <laughs> Wow. He was double stoked. Go easy on Harry. He's a good fella. He was double stoked. Double his, stoked. He was stoked once and then he was stoked again a little uh, later. So. A little surfy boy stoked. Double yeah. time. Sound like he just Eww. won bells. Yeah, now, the other big news during the week, of course, is that Max King uh, has come from the Gold Coast Titans, where he played 38 NRL games. He arrived at Storm HQ on Tuesday after getting a release. So he's only a day in the state coming from the Sunshine State to Melbourne. Uh, well, let's just find out how the Storm's newest recruit, Max King's feeling at the moment. Hello, Max. How are you enjoying the weather, mate? Hey, boys. How's it going? Um, yeah, no, the weather's the weather's uh, cold. Still <laughs> <laughs> uh, acclimatising, mate. Uh, and, for more, and for more weather updates, oh. we'll be back in 15 minutes. <laughs> Tim Bailey. <laughs> um, no, but, mate, I'm still acclimatising. Um Got the chuckies on at the moment, so I didn't think they, they had a bit of dust on them coming from the Gold Coast. Yeah, you never need them up there, mate. No, just all budgie yeah, smugglers so, wouldn't um, have been up there. Yeah, well, I struggled at, um, for a ten as it was, so I'm going to be I'm going to be um, struggling here in Melbourne. Hey, you'll be right, mate. Hey, uh, Kingy, we've uh, we've come to you know we've placed a few nicknames in you already in your short tenter. Uh, 
Can you give us a description of what animal you would describe yourself as if you had to? Oh, uh, well, um, coming first day in, there's, there's a lot of chat um, <laughs> around the rhino. I don't know. I don't know uh, where it comes from. Maybe the big chest. That'll <laughs> 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 stick. Well, you know, we don't uh, have a rhino at the club, so uh, we welcome that with open arms. Don't so. you have a white rhino? No, we don't, no, no. mate. We've got a white dugong, and now we've got a white rhino. So, Max, the white rhino king. Get around it, guys. Hashtag Twitter. <laughs> well, it's either between a rhino or a walrus, so um, the pressure is really on, you know, obviously the big difference between both the animals and um, really pushing for the rhino at the moment. Yeah, let's let's stick with that, I reckon. Hey, Maxie, one thing I've noticed about you since we're down here, you are, you've got to be one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. I want to know, and so does all the Storm fans, what really makes you angry? <laughs> oh, well, thanks, mate. I appreciate the compliment. Um... <laughs> Oh, mate, I, I go a bit loony a couple of days without playing the PlayStation. That It keeps me sane. I've got a bit of a squad online. Um, what? I don't know, squad, mate. Squad, like squad? What's that mean? Hang Is that on. a gang? What's, are you in an online yeah, gang? Yeah, so, <laughs> no, squad. So, yeah, I'm a, I've got a bit of a ride or die kind of team up on the online on the PlayStation. What's your game of choice? Um, Fortnite. Yep. I don't, don't act like you know what Fortnite yeah, I, is, Shandor. I've got no idea. Yeah. Is that how often you play it? Or? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, yeah, a couple of hours. Oh, probably a couple of hours every day. It was a sort of post-training routine for me on the Gold Coast. Hey, um, and Maxie, you've played, you've, you're still very young, but you've played 38 NRL games for the Gold Coast Titans. What made you want to come down here when you were so, like, you've already played a lot of games for them. What made you make up with the decision to come down to Melbourne? Yeah, um, I, I think on the Gold Coast, it was great to sort of get an opportunity in the, in the NRL. Um, probably bef- maybe before I was ready or, I was, you know, getting the crack a lot earlier than what I originally would have um, been at, you know, possibly other clubs. But I, I think I think just analysing over the last 12 months, I... I I felt a bit static in my sort of game development. Um, and I, um, coming off contract next year, I really spoke to my, con- uh, to my manager, sorry, and uh, um, really expressed about how I wanted to develop as a player. And um, I heard that Storm were interested, and I just jumped at it and told them, mate, I don't care like about money, I don't care about anything. But, you know, I've got to be walking around. Like, I-, I really want to be a part of the team, and I, I obviously um, there's some great there at coaching staff-wise and player-wise. I, I just wanted to really jump on it and, um, and yeah, just grow as a player. Nice, Maxie. Mate, last question from me. Uh, what are your goals for the rest of the year? I think, mate, that's an awesome attitude, and I can, uh, you know, speak in my own sort of experience with the Storm. You learn so much, and if you're ever going to find out how good a player you can be, this is a place to do it. But for you, for the rest of the year, what are your personal goals? Um, obviously, like, the, the team's going to go far. Um this year, and I'd love to be a part of the NRL side. Um, I think coming down here, the, the biggest thing for me was, as I just mentioned, developing. Um, I didn't want to get caught up in the fact of if I was playing, if, if I was in the 17 this week or whatever, I, I know it's a strong um, club and culture, and you sort of have to earn your straps before you sort of get given an opportunity. Um, but, I, yeah, I, I really wanted to focus on developing as a player, and I think that... You know, if I do that well, then the then the seventeen will come, and um, yeah, I've been inside that seventeen. Obviously, the club 
you know, is a benchmark at the moment. So I think um, the sky's the limit. Yeah, mate. Looking forward to seeing you progress. Uh, Max King, the Storm's newest recruit, 38 games with the Titans. But, mate, before we let you go, not unlike our very good friend here, Cooper Johns, you are from Rugby League Royalty as well. Just give us a little bit of your family history in the great game of Rugby League. Um, so my great-grandfather, he was at, um, he played a bit of time at um, uh, Rabbitohs as a first grader, played um, NRL or whatever NRL was called at that time. And then my um, my pop plays for St. George in inside that um, uh, 11-year premiership side. Um, How many did he then, win? Um, he won seven. Mm, so wasn't Jesus. was he not up to it for the yeah, other couple of just, years, or was he was he injured? Oh, or? I think he got the, nah. He was a bit late to the party. He was just, oh, he right. was a bit young. <laughs> just just yeah. that's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. And, and your dad played so, as well. Um, yeah, my old man played. He played a bit of um, NRL and went over the Super League and had a stint in Super League, and then that's where he met Mum and sort of had me. So. Yeah, good. Oh, it's a good story. You sound like a ripping fella, so you'll fit in very, very nicely at the Melbourne Storm, mate. Thanks for having a chat to us, and we look forward to seeing you out in the pitch. Awesome, boys. Thanks Cheers, for having Kingy. me on. See you, mate. Good on you, Maxie. Max King, he's a, he's a ripping fella, isn't he? Great bloke. He's a very good bloke. Now, Shandor, we haven't spoken about your podcast, which we will do, but uh, it's time for T-Bone of the Week. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you'd like to nominate a T-Bone of the Week, Shandor, this is where we nominate basically the idiot of the week and yes. we'll get you to retell the story as to why it's called the T-Bone of the Week. After this, we'll come back one three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you'd like to nominate a T-Bone of the Week, I've got a couple of double passes to see the Storm take on the Cronulla Sharks at Amy Park on Saturday, July 13th. All thanks to Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. And also just remember, you can support the Melbourne Storm, the club that supports our city. You get four Melbourne Storm home games for just $99. Call one three hundred storms now and be Melbourne proud. Back to wrap it all up with T-Bone of the Week on the Storm Hour next on SEN. On SEN, this is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. The Purple Army is building for 2019. Melbourne, your our city and we're your club. Any four Melbourne Storm home games for just $99. Call 1300 Storms now and be Melbourne proud in 2019. Shandor Earl and Cooper Johns, the boys are here and we're going to wrap it up with T-Bone of the Week very, very shortly. But Shandor, uh, it was wrapped to go along. Uh, just scored myself a token invite uh, to the launch of your podcast, Fueled by Fire, the other night. And the first episode is out and going. It's uh, you and Josh Adokar from The Storm. How's it been tracking, mate? Yeah, it's been great. It's not sure how you uh, got an invite to the uh, worry about podcast launch, but that's for another time. No, nah, mate, it's been <laughs> awesome. I started off with my own story. I <laughs> uh, wanted to lay the foundation for the podcast, and uh, we followed on by Josh, who's got a phenomenal, um, you know, really good insight into his journey. And now this week, tonight, actually, launched with Kane Lambert. So our first AFL interview, and it was really, it was really good for me because... Uh, I'm still learning about how, how everything works there, and his journey is phenomenal. Knocked back from the draft six times, great bloke, good mm. player who's established himself, but uh, I've, I've, I told him and I've told the boys that, you know, I've faced a lot of adversity and things have gone, uh, you know, been a bit of a roller coaster, but not face that rejection. I don't really know how I would have coped with that moving forward constantly um, and just persevered. So credit to him. So, yeah, check it out. Fuel by Fire. Uh, yeah, doing great things. If you're a Richmond Footy Club fan listening or just a sports fan in general, what will we learn about Kane Lambert that we might not have already known? 
Well, the best way I could put it is I went to do my research on Kane as best as I could, and I really couldn't find much. Very humble guy uh, who hasn't really detailed his own story, but I guess it's an opportunity where I kind of knew what I wanted to get out of it, so I picked his brain as much as I could, not only to hear his story of inspiration, how he persevered and finally got a a spot in a a top squad team, AFL team, but then making his way to becoming a premiership player, but also getting him some insights into the inner sanctum at Richmond, how he operates and his mindset. So, mate, it's a definite listen for any Richmond Football Club fans. And Cooper Johns, before we talk about the fact that in a couple of weeks' time, the next home game for the Storm is against the Sharks, Saturday, July 13. Now, if Cam Smith gets through the next couple of weeks, it'll be his 400th game, which no one in NRL history has been able to do before. Am I right? No, no one ever. Not no one close. ever. No. Steve Menzies got very close, but that was including Super League games, which we do not count. No, it'll never be touched. Well, make sure if you're not doing anything that night, get along to that. We want a full house at Amy Park to celebrate one of the greatest to ever step out on a rugby league field. Cam Smith to play 400 games. Hopefully, Touchwood uh, against the Sharks on Saturday, July 13th at Amy. Quick, Cooper, before we get to team of the week, uh, Game of Thrones finished. You were very upset about that. Um, Emotional and and tears were shed. What are you watching at the moment? Uh, Don't want to be completely honest with you. No, I'd like you to lie and make it up. Okay. Uh, no, no, but you can't be honest. <laughs> what are you watching? You know what? Real Housewives or something. <sighs> Gossip Girl. Ooh. Shandor? Mm. <clears throat> Not sure how I feel about it. Is there something wrong with Gossip Girl, is there? We've only got five minutes left of the show, so probably we don't have enough time to go into it. But, Shandor, that... Bit of a throwback. That probably just eases us very nicely into (laughs) T-Bone of the Week. Shandor, would you like to nominate anyone? Yes, start the barbie up. Uh, So, T-Bone of the Week refers to our great friend of the show and uh, unbelievable Storm player, Cameron Munster. Cameron used to live with a few of the boys, and they used to go by the name The Porterhouse. Uh, They all went out to get tattoos, and Cameron Munster unfortunately got a tattoo of a T-bone, which would uh, mean he's an idiot. So we give this award <laughs> as Idiot of the Week Award, T-bone of the Week Award. Sammy, why don't you kick us off? Oh, look, I don't normally like to open the bowling with this because this is your boy show and I just help, help steer the ship in the right direction. Um, but I will give a nomination this week to two people. Uh, maybe two. A, I would give you one, wow. Cooper, for saying you watch Gossip Girl. Just but see. given that you've just had one of the greatest days of your life, I don't want to bring you down at all because you've just yeah, been signed on, on, a high. on the thirty-man squad for the Storm. So we're wrapped for you, and we're all around you. Uh, first one, and, and as it is every week, is uh, to Shandor. Okay. Um, he texted me to say that he was here. Gave me a minute and a half to get him. <laughs> To say that he was here at the building, which, by the way, as, as you might know on SEM, we've had a fire during the week and it's been it's been chaos yeah, around here. We're all pulling together. Um, so I've got Chandor downstairs, bruh, and then a minute and a half later, mate, A-list doesn't wait in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> you are a T-bone. Did you actually say that? <laughs> it's right here. Look at my phone. Yeah, we're on radio, champ. No one can see it. Oh, I, wow. I've just read it. I've just read it verbatim. If we're going to make up T-bones now, I mean, that's no, not fair. Yeah, that's, um, mm. My other one comes off the back of Origin because I'm a big believer that that journos who cover the game and everything like that should be able to give an opinion and because they watch a lot of it, they see a lot of it. There's certain areas, though, where I don't think you should tread down if you haven't tread onto the field itself. And I never like to say, and I hate it when players go, you wouldn't know, you've never played, but there's certain things I think you just don't go near. There's a journo, and I don't really know, I think he works for Fox Sports. Uh, Simon's his name. Hey, leave Fox Sports alone, mate. No, no, Fox they're leave. fantastic. But I, I I watched a tweet of his and then read an article of his where he talked about an incident that happened just on the final whistle where Josh Maguire may have taken um, James Maloney high. His head off. And the tweet and then the article, like in the article, that the tweet's one thing, but in the article to refer to it as a dog shot and 
reference grubbiness of a player, I think that's probably going too far in a journalistic sense. I'm not a journo, um, but I reckon that's a bit too far because I don't think he would say that to Josh McGuire's face. Probably not. (laughs) So uh, for the old mate who just went maybe a little bit too far trying to get ahead, and we can't blame him for that. I've been guilty that many times. Maybe calling players dogs and grubs in an article... Yeah, it's a T-bone for me. Yeah, it's a, it's a fair point. He's one of those players you want on your team, but you probably don't want to play against. But I'll put you out of your misery, Sammy. It yeah. was a dog shot, mate. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> scoop, another scoop. This is getting Wolf. crazy. Uh, uh, wingers, wingers calling it dog shot. Wow. Hey, 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 we're basically front rows these mate, days, you, but that's for another time. You mustly touch judges, that's what you are. That's for another time, mate. <laughs> hey, uh, we, we've got to get to the first serve yep. very soon, BP's uh, waiting patiently in the wings. Uh, have you got a T-bone of the week for us, Cooper Johns? Oh, I, yeah, okay, I think you know, Shandle there. So I've got a little spy over in Bali, Shandle. Yeah. He's by the name of Piot. Piot. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you met Piot while Is you were over there? Is he an Indonesian native? He is an Indonesian native, yeah, and he's right. also my half-cousin. So Piot Katuk. Piot, yeah, well, we don't need to do that. But Piot <laughs> sent me a photo of you by the pool the other day yep. when you were sitting there with your lovely girlfriend, Steph. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I happened to say to him, you know what, go up and ask him for a photo. We'll see. I thought, you know, you, oh, he'll brush him, he'll brush him. Thinking, you know, the type of personality you are, which is a dog. Man, man of the people. No, you're not. And uh, Piot went up to you and asked you for a photo. You very kindly said yes. But during the photo, Piot told me you got a little bit handsy. Now, mm. I'm not one to point fingers. I'm not <laughs> one to say allegedly. But did you put your hand allegedly on Piot's lower back. What you have failed to mention is that Piot's actually a lady boy and a very good-looking one at that, so I was none the wiser. <laughs> Steph was, Steph was uh, casually getting us a couple of drinks, so we'll keep that, keep that off, off there. Hopefully and Steph is not listening. Shandor, do you have a, uh, a T-bone of the week? Yes, a great friend of ours at the show, Kevin Walters' son, uh, formerly known as Billy Walters. Why formerly? Has he uh, changed his name? No, he's, he's only referred to as Kevin Walters' son. He doesn't get the recognition of his own name. Uh, so, Kevy's son, he's, uh, he's recently been battling with a bout of tonsillitis. Um, now, okay. there's a number of remedies out there. You go to the chemist, you'll be able to purchase, you know, some antibiotics, um, some, other, some other cold and flu remedies. But I've never heard of a remedy of going to the hot springs with your girlfriend. <laughs> so, that was an interesting one. Wasn't able to participate in training... Uh, but was able to attend the hot springs. So, Which you know, is like an hour away, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a tough one for me. Tough pill to mm. swallow. Yeah. <laughs> well, it would be if you had tonsillitis as well. Yeah, so look, if you're going uh, to venture out to the hot springs and make a day of it and then carry on with the tonsillitis, you better turn the barbie on because you're a T-bone. Yeah. <laughs> you're gone. <laughs> Nicely done. A few very sizzling T-bones there. Uh, Shandorel, fantastic work from you. And we can catch the podcast Fueled by Fire, the new episode out now with Kane Lambert from the Richmond Football Club. Get around Good luck it. with that. Uh, Kerber Johns, what a massive day for you, my friend. It's been okay. huge. It's been uh, one a day that you'll never I forget. Cooper Johns has been officially signed as a Melbourne Storm contracted player. It's a massive day for him and his family, and he requested this as his favourite song. And he's going to sing us to the break. I'm actually very sorry, though. That's the Storm out for another week. The Purple Army building for 2019. Melbourne, you're again, boys. And we're Any four Melbourne Storm home games for only $99. Call one Drowned Storms now and be Melbourne proud in 2019. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? 
Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.